You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. the Health and Mana podcast, where we talk to you about our life as a gaming couple. I'm Josh Needham. And I'm Annabelle. And we're here with at you this week with a discussion about streaming, mm-hmm. video game streaming. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about the games that we played this week. So we'll start off with, it was Mystic Heroes, right? Yeah. My brain keeps confusing Mystic Heroes with Mystic Quest. <laughs> and because that's what I was, I kept thinking, and I'm like, it's not on the GameCube, it's on the SNES, isn't it? And I was getting real confused. But then we played it, and it's not terrible. Uh, the controls are still a little, they're dated. Yep. Uh, so for those that don't know, it's kind of a, uh, I don't want to say Dynasty Warriors style game, but it's that same concept of like, you are a character, here is your battlefield, go kill all the enemies and the boss. Yep. Um, I enjoyed my time in it. It The only things that struck me as kind of inconvenient was the render distance. Yeah. The draw distance is like, I understand you have to cut it down in order to get things to function properly on the GameCube, but the draw distance was like, from me, across the room. It was <laughs> yeah. real bad, like a good 30 feet out, and it's just like, yeah, you can't see beyond that. Or like, you can see the sky off in the distance, but as you get closer, all of a sudden there's a wall there. And you're like, where was this? Oh, it was outside my render distance. Whoops. Uh, honestly, between that and the limited voice lines, <laughs> that's the only things that I really had against this game. Otherwise, it wasn't too bad. It was uh, a pretty good time of wandering around and hacking and slashing at some bad dudes. Yeah, I think I got this game just kind of cheap at GameStop slash... EB Games, most likely EB Games, because at that time we had an EB Games, not a GameStop. <laughs> and I don't think I played it that much. I enjoyed it, but I don't think I really played it that much when I got Was it something it. you did single player or did you have multiplayer with? Both. A friend of mine would play with me, but like I remember doing co-op, but I also remember doing against, but when we did against, we had our own sets of enemies as well. Well, our own soldiers. It was more of a like competition <clears throat> to see who could kill more soldiers or. Yeah. It was more like a capture the flag, I think. Okay. I mean, that mode was in there. Yeah. It had the, uh, the ever popular battle Royale mode that, <laughs> you know, anyone that remembers Fortnite will, oh, Bosco. Sorry, I had to interrupt the podcast uh, segment right there, but we we allowed Bosco into the studio. Uh, we have been allowing him into the studio here and there as long as he's, you know, just relaxing so he's not sitting outside the door and whining because he can't come in. So we have recently acquired a uh, a sofa for our studio space, which Annabelle is sitting on. You are <laughs> the third person to podcast from that sofa now. Yay. Um, ooh, excuse me as I bump everything, but... Uh, a Bosco boy just went over next to the couch and instead of there's nothing really on the floor for him to lay on except the carpet 
and I have a Mega Man pillow that is off the side of the couch. And he went over it, looked at it like he wanted to move it, but then he just plopped his head on it. <laughs> now he's relaxed. What? Yes, I'm talking about you, buddy. Oh, you don't have to come over. You don't have to say anything. I won't make you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just <laughs> it was just a super adorable moment because he's just like, yeah, this is home now. Flop. <laughs> yep. Now he's waggling his tail. He doesn't know where to lay down. Like he wants to lay down in where we're sitting, but he also wants a pillow. I don't, I don't know what to do for you, Bosco. I'm sorry. <laughs> so anyway, continuing on though, um, it was a decent game. Like I had fun with it. I would play it again. So <laughs> thumbs up from me. Oh, and Annabelle just threw the uh, companion cube pillow on the floor, and he is now <laughs> licking it like a lollipop, but laying on it. <laughs> Who's your good boy? You give me that look like, why are you talking to me? Just lie down, buddy. Just lie down. It's all right, and buddy. Nap. Good boy. There you go. <laughs> okay, he's finally relaxed. We're going to try and leave him that way. Uh, okay, so anyway, we played one round of that. Yep. Beat the boss, kill all the enemies. And that was pretty much, I feel like I pretty much got the gist of the game from that. Yeah. Uh, so that's, I don't really have anything else to say about that. Yeah. Game. The story mode, I think gets a little bit more into the characters. I don't recall much, but I remember description of characters a little better than what we got. <laughs> but then again, I, we got like no description. There's four characters, I think, or five to choose from. There was like a cut scene thing in the beginning that I went through. It wasn't voiced over. It was all text. So you would have to read it and all that. Yeah. Just wanted to quickly get to the game. <laughs> That's fair. Um, I don't know if it would have provided enough backstory for me to like understand. It's one of those things like I'd have to really start getting into it in order to Yeah. To have a real good time of it. Bosco, is your foot tasty? Yep. So my game for the week is a game that I cannot possibly talk up enough because it consumed a majority <laughs> of my childhood. And I probably brought it up a couple of different times at a couple of different locations and times and dates in my life and podcasts that I've <laughs> talked on. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 4, Turtles in Time for the Super Nintendo, which was basically a direct port of the Ninja Turtles arcade game. It's so good. <laughs> it's uh, Maybe it's just me and my nostalgia glasses, nostalgia <laughs> goggles, whatever you want to call them. Uh, maybe I need to take off the nostalgia glasses and put on the skepticals, but... Uh, <laughs> I think it's a really good game. Now, you hadn't played it before. No. So this game, if you can imagine, uh, for those that haven't played it, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up similar to the X-Men or Simpsons arcade cabinet games. But and you're playing the Ninja Turtles, huh? And, and Spider-Man. Spider um, but with the Ninja Turtles. And this game, when I was growing up, my cousin had the Super Nintendo. He's the one that I spent most of my time gaming with. And when I went over there, we played through this game like... At least four or five times full through. Like you had to do it in a single sitting. There were no safe states. <laughs> the good old days. Um, well, I mean, like Mario would save, I think. Every Mario time you're World. done with a castle or a haunted house. Yeah. So we'd be able to continue later. And this did not have that. We could not save the game. So we didn't. So we had to either play through the entire thing or just deal with not getting through it all. It was it handled a little bit better. Now we played it on an emulator on my homebrewed Wii, and because I don't have the cartridge anymore, and it's a pain to find, and our SNES isn't working, so that's a lot of reasons why we had to emulate today. 
But so the Wiimote doesn't handle quite as well as the SNES controller did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it does the job. There's a lot of games that I found with the emulation that you can't really do with the Wiimote because of its limited two buttons on the front. And the other two buttons on the SNES controller would be the A button on the Wiimote and the back trigger. So trying to use those two buttons if they go to something is a real hassle. Yep. Um, but between Ninja Turtles and I believe it was uh, Joe and Mac. Might have been Mac and Joe. I always get the names backwards. Uh, those were two of the games that he and I spent most of our time with. So I have a lot of fond memories of Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. The soundtrack, the gameplay, the graphics, the sound bites, all of it. What was your take on it? Being Because, I mean, you're a Ninja Turtles fan, too. Yep. So what what was your take? I liked it. I liked the little uh, show of the different uh, bosses that you have. Mm-hmm. The yeah, you know the, all those characters that Shutter kind of have working for him that were a bit tougher. <laughs> yeah, because we came into Tokar Razor, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, and uh, I'm trying to slash and a few other Krang. You, well, the last level we got to was Super Krang, and you beat him, but then died the next level. Yeah. Uh, you end up, we fought Shredder once, which was like the most, if anyone's played this game, you know that like fighting Shredder the first time is probably the most pain in the butt level you get because you have to continuously throw enemies at Shredder's thing while he's shooting at you and trying to pinch you with electrodes and whatnot. Yep. And it's just well, not a good time. He's in the way. So yeah. And his have... head's in the way. His head takes up like a third of the screen. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So like everything's working against you. And enemies are just infinite because you need to keep throwing them at him. But it's unless you've played the game a lot, it's not really intuitive on how how the heck you throw things. You just kind of like button mash and hope it happens. It does more remind me of X-Men than it does of uh, Spider-Man. I think it was Ultimate Carnage or something. Something with Carnage where you can play Spider-Man, Venom or uh, Black Cat. But your choice is... I forgot how you got to choose characters in that. It, it, it's a different story. But anywho, <laughs> but it reminded me more of X-Men because I feel like Spider-Man, they made Spider-Man smaller. <laughs> While in X-Men, they were much bigger. As far as screen real estate or as far as in comparison to the other characters? The way it was, well, Screen real estate for Spider-Man being smaller, like okay. the characters were all very like you could see more level around him. Kind yeah, of thing. I felt like that. While X-Men was more sized the same way. Yeah, I like the sizing that they did with Ninja Turtles. I never really thought about it because I haven't played a whole lot of um, side-scrolling beat 'em ups like that. Yeah. Uh, aside from Ninja Turtles and The Simpsons, which does a similar type thing, and X-Men, which does a similar type thing. So I think the Simpsons is actually a little bit more kind of zoomed out than the Ninja Turtles game, but it worked really well considering when it came out, you know, most people had a little tube TV. Some people were running under 20 inches and I think 13 inch was a small one. Yeah, I think we had like a 16 or a 20 in his room, his room growing up. Right. So like. It was so neat because this like closet area had the TV kind of in it and just I'm trying to remember the setup, but basically it was like a little game corner in his bedroom and it was super (laughs) nice. Um, 
Do you think that Ninja Turtles still holds up against games today? Yes. Okay. I feel like it does. I still I mean, feel like it does. They still make 3D so, side scrollers. They do. They actually, which is something I might see if we can do in a future episode, they did remake Tier Turtles in Time for the Xbox 360 with new 3D graphics. They redid the sound bites and they redid the music, and it is a garbage game. <laughs> it is terrible. I was so excited. I downloaded the demo for it, and I'm like, this is my favorite game growing up. I'm going to play it. I'm going to love it, and it's going to be amazing. And then I played it, and I immediately uninstalled it. And I was like, this is so trash, because they, all the, I wish they, it would have even been better. Like, it handled like garbage to begin with, the the remake. If they had kept the original sound bites, I might have forgiven the, the handling in exchange for the nostalgia of the uh, Kawabunga. But no, they completely revoiced resounded everything and it did it wasn't good <laughs> it i don't know i don't know how to explain it it just it wasn't good so <coughs> that's my my thought on that mm. so moving on from there to our topic for the evening mm-hmm. streaming yep we have a much better streaming setup now for if we do something from console in the future yep Unfortunately, we've been doing and we're mostly booked out or scheduled out for the rest of October and the rest of September doing mostly PC games. Yep. Uh, Our experiences with uh, Until Dawn is going to be one of our few console games that we're going to end up playing. But uh, like I was saying, we just got a sofa couch. We got a couch. I'm just going to call it the couch from now on. We just got a couch in the studio so that we can actually sit for more than 10 minutes and not lose feeling in your backside. Because we had folding chairs and two computer chairs, and the two computer chairs were like luxury if you're hanging out in the studio. So having a love seat here means much more comfortable time streaming. And I took a lot from the, um, the Game Grumps. I was inspired by the Game Grumps studio setup. If you guys haven't seen, they did a tour of the Game Grumps studio space. And it's like they have a couch in their recording area that Aaron was going through and talking about how the mics look stupid because they're on boom poles, kind of like our mics. But they come around from the behind the couch and then they have a, a boom mic angled in their face, kind of like a little bit like what you have right now, <laughs> um, but with a shotgun mic. Yeah. So... It's a taller setup. It comes down at a weird angle and it's a 45 degree from the, like, it's a good setup. But he is like, I did it this way because Danny is too fidgety and gets too annoyed if there's a microphone in his face. So I had to make it as easy to just come in, sit down, record as possible. And that's exactly what I was going for is how easy can it be to come in, sit down, start streaming and, mm-hmm. and go. So we've got our, our mic stationed on either side of the, the sofa. But um, in regards to streaming, you and I have been doing, I don't want to say like a couple stream because we haven't been doing a whole lot of like gaming together. Yeah. We did a couple times when we played Unravel. Uh, you help with the decision making for a lot of our games, but for the most part, you're just, we're here together and I'm mostly yep. taking the reins with the game unless I have to run off and do something and in which case you end up taking over and then the chat loves you and I wonder why I'm here anymore. So, but they can't love but, me too much. I can't concentrate on the chat. Mm, it's it's a skill. It's definitely one of those things that you end up gaining over time. But 
So what are your thoughts on our streaming life? Because right now we're doing, we were doing Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yep. And because we're shifting this podcast to be a Sunday thing, or ideally a Saturday record, a Sunday release thing. Yep. Uh, which we're a little bit behind on this week, so sorry about that. That's going to allow us to do Monday through Thursday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday streams 10 p.m. every night. Yep. I say every night, all four nights. And that'll those will go on for about two hours a night. Um, what are your thoughts on the streams? Uh, I like doing streams with you. I uh, sometimes not a fan of the games. It's not like the games are bad. It's just that it's not my type of game. So it is kind of awkward being in those kind of games because like I'm not interested on playing these games. So I'm just kind of watching you. <laughs> That's fair. I'm almost thinking like, because I know you don't really, if if you don't want to be on the stream for whatever we're streaming, you don't have to be. But I know a lot of times I like you being there because mm -hmm. if I go through a game and maybe this is just me, but when I end up playing through any type of a short game or a story driven game, I get way too attached to the characters and <laughs> the like actually what's going on. And things like we just recently got done with The Fall. The first time I played The Fall, it was one of these games that you finish, the ending stuff happens, which I'm not going to spoil in case anyone wants to go and actually watch that playthrough. Um, ending things happen, and that sat with me for like days beyond finishing The Fall. And I was like, this game is amazing. And don't forget uh, Affordable Space Adventures when we stream that together. Yep, Affordable Space Adventures is one of the ones we streamed together. That was super fun. Yep. Um, it's definitely more fun, I think. I would think. Sorry, I say, I shouldn't say it is more fun because I'm not in your position, but <laughs> I feel like it's more fun when you are the second player who's actually playing something rather mm -hmm. than just watching and interacting. Yeah. Um, my thought that I just had, and I don't know if you'll think this <laughs> is a good idea or a terrible idea, because I like having you here for the streams, but I know for a lot of it, your computer chair is not comfortable. Yep. And there were a few times when you were like, I'm going to go sit out in the living room on my computer. And there have been times where you've actually watched the stream from the living room while <laughs> I'm streaming in here because it's a lot more comfortable on the couch. Yeah. We could, the way that we have things set up now, essentially put your computer with its um, stand by that sofa, by the couch. I kept saying I was going to call it a couch and I'm calling it a couch, darn it. By the couch here. <laughs> and you could have one of those mics set up so that you are able to see the chat because you can have it up on your screen as a pop-out. And you can respond to it directly from that microphone and you're still in the shot. Um, if that's something that you think you'd want to try going forward. Because then I think you'd be more comfortable. Because if you need to get up, you just move the mic out of the way, get up and do whatever you need to do. Yeah. And you're not sitting in your computer chair like, ow, my bum hurts <laughs> for a couple hours. Yep. So. It is, uh, well, getting ready for streams and stuff is still kind of stressful, even though I'm not really setting anything up. It's more of a remembering that you have to stream, so get everything done before this certain time so we can stream. Yeah. And I've been pretty lazy about, like, making sure everything is set to go. Like, ideally, I should be like, hey, 930 is the time. Have everything done by 930. So if we are still rushing around when it comes crunch time, it's only 930. We're not like, 
Oh, geez, I should have started the stream three minutes ago. What's going on? Because <laughs> there's a lot of people in the streaming community, a lot of streamers that are doing this either as affiliates or as partners for Twitch that they do you what's called a pre-stream, which I've been starting to do, where they'll go live sometimes up to like 15, 20 minutes before they actually go live, before they start playing a game. Because that gives time for people to get the notification that someone's live. Yeah, A lot of these streamers too, which is something I need to figure out how to do because I'm still new on all this stuff, is they'll put a timer, like a countdown timer in their pre-stream. Yeah. So that if you're coming into my stream and you don't know when I, that, hey, they start at 10, it's like 9.48. And you come into the stream and you just see a starting soon screen. You're not like, okay, but how long is this going to go on for? <laughs> is it a couple minutes? Is it, because even if it's like, some of the bigger events that I've watched, like TwitchCon, they'll have the countdown, even if it's like a 30-minute countdown. But then I can go, oh, okay, there's a 30-minute countdown. I can come back to this in 20 minutes, and it'll still be counting down. So yeah. then I can go away, do something I want to do, come back, and it's like, okay, maybe there's five minutes left now, and I let the timer run out, and then the stream starts. Speaking of which, TwitchCon is happening in October. I have it marked in my calendar. I'm not going because <laughs> I can't, but – yeah. Um, so yeah, TwitchCon will be happening, and I plan on streaming and watching as much of it as I possibly can, and I'm pretty much going to be a couch potato or a couch carrot or a couch vegetable of some sort that is rooted there <laughs> to be watching that. So just so you know, uh, but I oh, would yes. like to start doing pre-streams, so it's like, okay, at 10 of 10, we're live to let people kind of come in and get ready, get situated, then we can start the game. So it's it's a lot of work trying to get things going and this is just us doing two hours a night you know 10 to midnight monday through thursday so it's really which is really a small window as far as people on twitch are concerned and especially where we're a variety stream yep so it's it's rough because i've had a lot of back and forth in my own head with hey you should probably try and find ways to stream more often but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, but I also need to maintain sanity. <laughs> and a lot of people that I've watched, like read and watched quite a few Twitch suggestions, tips, tricks, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of these people are like, oh, you just have to stream for eight hours a day, five days a week. Treat it like a full time job. And I'm yep. like, look, I I'm not playing Fortnite here. And even if I was, I would not be playing Fortnite for eight straight hours. I don't know how some people do it. Like, I would like to have longer streams and more relaxed streams. I feel like Fortnite's dying off, isn't it? It seems like more uh, people hate No, unfortunately. It. <laughs> it's it's died off amongst our friends, but it's still, like, within the top five trending on Twitch. Mm. So, uh, it's it's still up there. They've they've got a lot of good going for the game, and it has a decent community around it. And that's still the, the thing that Ninja is streaming, which yeah. Ninja is, like, the face of twitch mm. i actually read an article about him that espn published i got exhausted reading the article <laughs> like because this kid streams he's he's my age he's 27 and he streams every time like anytime he can stream he is streaming mm. he's making almost seven figures a month wow just streaming Fortnite, and like i understand this dude's got a great personality he's like He's a really cool guy, but I also can't understand why he would put himself through this kind of stress. Mm. I'm hoping that, you know, whoever is helping him manage his finances and whatnot is really good about it. I also don't know, like, it, how his wife takes it because he is married. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And I know she helps out at a lot of the events and stuff based on what was uh, written in the ESPN article. She was there helping like fend off the crowds of people because Ninja hadn't slept in like forever and he was exhausted, but he was still streaming and also participating in an event and doing all sorts of whatnot. But I think where, where do you think you draw the line with us? Because I know you know that I want to try and push for this to be more of a a career option, something that I can work on and like pour myself into. Obviously I can't, I have to do that a little bit at a time because I don't have the resources or time right now to pull off, pour a full-time jobs worth of myself into Twitch streaming when it's not turning enough revenue to pay the bills kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't want my streams, our streams to become about that. You know, I don't want it to ever be like, Oh, well we need to make this much money. Otherwise it's not worth streaming. Because then, like, everyone's going to feel that. I just want it to be a fun thing that we get to do. I draw the line where it affects your health and sanity. It's just, when it comes too much, like, if if it could be a full-time job, it, I don't see it as being too much if you're not working a full-time job. Yeah. Just doing that as a full-time job. I feel like, like, what Ninja's going through, I would definitely have drawn the line. No, no offense to him or his wife. Or yeah, it's hard it's just, to tell. Really, that if... is my level of no. You're you're damaging your health. I'm yeah. going to be afraid that someday you're like just gonna keel over. Yeah, <laughs> well, especially with all these stories of like streamers and whatnot that try to do like a 36 hour live stream, but they're they're not taking the adequate breaks to get up, move around, stretch, and then mm-hmm. they end up like getting a blood clot and having a heart attack. Or something crazy. Or you're trying to keep yourself awake through means of, like, Red Bull and Monster. Yeah. It's just, it's a lot of that stuff that I've cut out. Because you remember when we did Extra Life 2015 and 2016, it was, we tried to do 24-hour stints. And in order to do that, Jeff and I would go down and pick up, like, a couple of energy drinks. It was never, like, anything excessive, but yeah, even just the couple of energy drinks that I would have, I would start, like, feeling the flutters going on. And I'm like, ah, this isn't good. So... Yeah. Maybe maybe we don't do that because I don't want to be one of these people that dies trying to live stream. That's why I can't drink Monster anymore. If I drink it as fast as I would drink a normal drink, which you know is very slow, it starts to make me feel sick. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't even bother with like Mountain Dew anymore. It, though. I used to love the mango one, that new one. Yeah. But nope, that was around the time where I realized, no, I can't do it. Yeah, no, at this point, <laughs> coffee is my thing. I'm guessing once you turn 31, you got to be careful <laughs> your intake. I guess it's it's that range of 20 and 29, because teenagers shouldn't have it. Yeah. And when you get older, you probably shouldn't have Yeah, it well, I think when you get older, it's just a matter of like... I don't know. How much do you really care about your health (laughs) and where are you at in your life? I'm at the point where I I care too much about my health to let something like trying to do a 24-hour stream or streaming in general affect my health to that point. Because I don't want to become one of those people that like, oh, I have to... I have to stay up for another X amount of hours. Like if we're, if I was trying to do a 24 hour live stream, I feel like I'd be like, all right, but look, every like three hours, I'm going to get up and take a half an hour break. Cause I need to walk around and, yep. you know, make sure that we're all staying alive. Yep. So, but I mean, extra life, we get the bonus of, we have, it's not just me and you playing games. Yeah. It's, exactly. we have other people and we're all doing shifts. So it makes it a lot better. I think, um, 
Yeah, I think that's kind of, you know, because I was actually asked over the course of the last week by my boss and because he was we were talking about the whole streaming thing and I was like, it's weird now because like being affiliated, now we can have subscriptions. Now we can have people cheer with bits and a lot of people have donations set up. We don't because I don't want to deal with the the BS of people being jerks on the internet. Yep. Um because you would think like, oh, it's great. I can just put donations up and like people can donate me money. And sometimes people do, but I don't want anyone to feel obligated first off. And second off, there's a whole chargeback thing that a lot of streamers are getting into where someone can be that jerk that's like, I'm going to donate $20. Just kidding. I need that back. And then it hits you with essentially what's an overdraft fee from your bank. But PayPal will charge back not only the 20 that you were donated, but a fee on top of that that you're now paying out of pocket for the chargeback. And people have this whole, there's a whole like thread, I think, on the Twitch Discord, not Discord, the Twitch subreddit of like people talking about how to subvert that and how to make sure you don't become a victim of chargebacks. Yeah. And it's, I was just like, how about we simplify it and just don't do that? Because I'm yeah. not about the, the here, th- give me money life. And if you do want to donate to our stream, like buy bits and cheer with bits because that's an easier way to know exactly how much you're throwing at the streamer and it's safer because now you're not throwing money directly at me. You're buying something from Twitch and throwing that at me. So it's, I think it's safer for all people involved as far as I'm concerned, but it's, yeah, I would like to, if I could see in my head, like where I'd like it to get to ideally would be a five days a week, six hours a day, maybe not straight, but over the course of six hours a day, I think would be like my ideal time to sit down and have an experience with people. I still need days off. We all need days off. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that lately because my weekends now, Saturdays are mostly podcast days. Sundays are an actual official day off. And then, well, Fridays and Saturdays are kind of podcast days because we've got Twig. We record Fridays. And then Never Made Varsity, AV Underground, and Health and Mana will all get done Saturday. Yep. The next month, we've got two of those that we're off on. Never Made Varsity and AV Underground are on hiatus for the next month or so. Um, but, and of course, my brain's thinking like, oh, maybe we should start streaming on weekends too. I'm like, no, because then I never have a break and I will lose my mind. I have to balance the sanity until it's at the point where, okay, we really do need to push for more time or more um, more days that we're streaming. I think we're doing a pretty good job though for for where we're at. We've got affiliate status a lot quicker than I thought we were going to. Yep. Um, come to find out a lot of people I know now are starting to get affiliate status and Yay. it's just kind of one of those like, Hey, it's uh, it's not that hard guys, but I'm, I'm actually really happy for all the people that are also now getting an affiliate status. So mm-hmm. it's, it's exciting. It's exciting times. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would you like to see come of it in, in the future? in an idealistic universe. Mm, just you being happy with it, being able to go through it easily. Do you think if it gets to the point of me being able to do six hours a day, five days a week that you'll be sitting in on most of that? Or do you feel like at that point, it's kind of like you're at work now, I'm going to do what I want to do. And when you're quote unquote off work, we can do whatever we want to do. Um, I'm not sure since I'll probably still have to work. Yeah, you'd still. <laughs> so I might not be able to join you for the streams if you're 
doing it as a regular job unless you do it when I get home. But I probably wouldn't be able to really sit the whole six hours with you because I would just go home from work and... Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of just, it's a lot of speculation right now. Right now, (laughs) what we're looking at is four days a week, two hours a day. So, and that, do you think it's something that you're going to continue sitting in on for that? Yes. Okay. So we'll have to uh, toy around with our setup a little bit and see what's most comfortable for you. I really like the idea, personally, of having your computer set up by the, the couch in here. Yeah. And having you be able to have the chat set up for yourself so you can see what's going on. And also being able to uh, talk with the mic, but also be comfortable on the couch. Yeah. And then it's like if you want to go online and see what else is going on, you want to check Facebook or whatever, you can do that. And, you know, it just doesn't bother anyone. Because you're over here doing whatever you want to do. <laughs> I think it'd be really cool. I think. I you think thought. it'd be really cool if we had a, a second webcam we could put, like, on your laptop. Yeah. That could run through. So we could have a proxy cam and an Annabelle cam. But that's that's technology that's down the road. Well, I mean, my laptop has its it own, does, but, but not it's... feeding directly into my computer, yeah, unfortunately. And it's also pathetic. Apparently, yeah. it does not communicate because I had a on phone interview. I guess you would call it. It wasn't actually on the phone; it was on the computer. But the camera was like, eh, the camera's off." Was like, this this built in. Computer's on. I thought the camera was on. Apparently, I had the. Yeah, well, your computer also has an Ethernet port built in that it apparently doesn't know how to use. So. Yeah, true. We may need to hunt around in BIOS and figure out if something's disabled. But. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for for what will what is to come with uh, with the streams. It's. It's weird. I think I don't know if weird is the right. uh, It's interesting to me now, because when. I started going back to school for video editing and started learning about Twitch and started really wanting to do like the video production stuff for Yeah Dude Gamers. It's like I got very gear hungry very rapidly and it was a lot of, okay, we need to buy these things and this camera and these lenses and this equipment and this soundboard and these microphones and we need these stands and we need these things. And a lot of the stuff that we have has been collected over a long time, over the last like four or five years. Yep. And I finally feel like we're at a point where I'm very comfortable with what we have and I'm not constantly thinking like we need we need new thing. We need new thing. We need new thing. <laughs> and I'm happy with that because now I can focus on like, OK, well, we wanted to get a couch in here. So Jeff's mom was nice enough to donate us this love seat and it fit perfectly in a space we needed to put it in. <laughs> now I can think about more of how do we make what we already have better you know, thinking about doing a backdrops, doing an actual like studio set piece kind of thing so we can have a video aspect to some of these podcasts as well. Because I think that would be interesting where uh, Watson and I had talked about doing his Never Made Varsity podcast, turning that into an actual uh, video stream. So he'll have an office, uh, an office, a set set up essentially with his laptop, a desk, himself, a background, whatever decorations we put in his studio and his mic. And he can just go live and boom, here's here's his stream. He can talk about all the same things he talks about in the podcast, but now you can also find an audience on YouTube and Twitch. Twitch for live and YouTube for people who want to watch your quote-unquote podcast from you know a few days ago. And they just want to watch the video because it's much more interesting when you have something to look at. And I think if we get something set up here, it's not only going to make our 
um, streams better, but it's also going to make our podcasts more more fun if we start doing something in a video aspect. Yep. I would love to start doing AV Underground as a video podcast uh, in coming seasons. Maybe we can work on that being a thing that happens with season three because we get a lot of really interesting guests that come on the show. And I think it'd be fun to have a talk show type setup, almost like Ellen DeGeneres type deal, but here in our little studio. <laughs> um, and same thing with Health and Mana. I want to see, um, I would like to see like guests popping on here talking about their lives as gamers, dating non-gamers or other gaming couples. And like, how in the heck does that work? So yep. I've gone a little bit off topic from streaming, but that's, yep. those are my, my thoughts moving forward with that. Uh, what are some things that you like and some things that you don't like when it comes to uh, us streaming stuff? I guess I would say start with the things you don't like and then we'll work into the things that you like. Uh, well, I don't like, you know, having a mic in my face and sitting in uncomfortable chairs. Sitting in uncomfortable chairs? Yeah, because, like, if it isn't my mic in my face, which usually when we stream, there's no mic in my face. It's off to the side, and I kind of forget that it's there. It's your, usually your mic that's in my face. Yeah, my <laughs> mic has a um, a boom arm that is attached to my desk. Yep. So it, the, and it comes from the side of my desk that Annabelle sits on. So the arm is very much in her face. Yep. <laughs> and my microphone is very much right up in my face because I want to have as minimal distance as possible so that I can cut out a lot of the background noise and have a much cleaner sounding stream. <laughs> um, so, Mike, do you think that's going to be a thing that is resolved with this new setup or is it going to be bothersome still? Well, your mic is still in my face. It, it's still in the way <laughs> is the thing. Yeah, I still see your mic completely covering the screen. <laughs> I mean, I could potentially move this one entirely out of the way and use one of the ones with the boom arm and just stretch it straight across. <laughs> we'll have to we're going to mess around with some stuff and see if we can figure that out. Uh, any other things you don't like about us streaming? Um, I guess like the assortment of games when it's the types of games I don't like, then I kind of don't like that in our streamings. We're going to have to, I think, hash out the types of games you do and don't like yeah. uh, outside <laughs> of our podcast. Yep. <laughs> because I have the games that I like are the ones that I end up getting way too involved in. Yep. Things like The Fall. And we're going to be doing The Fall 2 three days this week up until we take a vacation. I don't mind the fall. No, but um, I'm trying to think of some of the other games that we have we have done. And of course, October's coming, so we've got a lot of horror games mm -hmm. on the list. We have to rework our calendar a little bit because right now it's set up as a Monday, Wednesday, Thursday yep. deal, and I can start shifting some things back to give us a little bit more time yeah, because I think... mess up Bendy. I don't think it will mess up Bendy. M not by much. Mm. Um, because we I think it's a pay. Wednesday that's uh, October 31st. Yes. Yeah, so which is to... Halloween night that we wanted to stream <clears throat> Chapter 5. Yeah. So we can keep Chapter 5 there and just back up yeah. Chapters 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm definitely going to make that one work out. Bendy is one of the games that I'm most looking forward to streaming. Me too. And finally being able to actually see it 
because the last time that we streamed Bendy and the Ink Machine was before I figured out that I could use my GPU for hardware encoding and our stream could look really nice. <laughs> so I'm very excited to, to do that. I'm also very excited for a lot of the other horror games that we're going to go through, mm-hmm. uh, especially until dawn, because I haven't actually played it yet, but I have wa- we watched Markiplier play through it. So yep. we know one way it can go. I don't know any other ways it can go. So we'll we'll have to see. You still haven't talked about what I liked about streaming. Yeah, I got off on a tangent there. So what are things that you like about us streaming together? Well, well I like being with you, doing something you enjoy. I always like doing that. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I like that too. And I, I like, you know, finding favorite characters like Ralph, I think was his name. Yeah, Ralph from uh, Detroit Become Human. Yeah, the one with the like one blue. Yeah, his face was kind of messed yeah. up. And he was a little psychotic. Just a bit. <laughs> um, see, I like having you here for the streams because I like being able to relate characters and stories that I've gone through in my games with you. Yep. So that I feel like we have more in common when we have a stream mm-hmm. together. But sometimes I do feel bad because I feel like you're just either tired and would rather be napping <laughs> or really bored because I picked a game that is not in the category of games Annabelle likes to play <laughs> or watch even. I mean, some of the games, granted, I was I would even be like, if I was watching this and not really interacting with the chat, then I'd be bored too. Like, I think that's a lot of um, a lot of what keeps our streams alive. We have a handful of regulars that pop in that are very active. Yeah. Between Static, Sarah, Tesla, uh, Zanky on occasions. And it's it's nice to see the like the familiar people that show up all the time and are hanging out there. I mean, two of those people are our moderators for the chat, which yeah. is nice because then, you know, we don't have to worry about people acting up and crazy and me having to be like, okay, well, hold on. I'm going to put everything else on pause so that I can go and deal with this. Um, do you think moderating the chat is something that you would potentially be into in the future? Yeah, probably. If I mean, I, it's, if I knew how, I'm not, yeah, I was gonna say it's it's I'm definitely not, not for everyone. <laughs> but if you're streaming with me anyhow, and if we end up having a setup where you have your laptop, then I think it could work out really well. Because like, really, we're just looking for people that are doing things they shouldn't be doing, faking donations, like basic stuff that generally doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but I know you're. I think you're a moderator on uh, our Discord server, I if I recall so. correctly. Um, it's just a matter of figuring out what you can and cannot if do. Discord will ever let me know what's going on. I, never I it's know that finicky like there. that. There's, um, before I like jump us off on a whole nother tangent, uh, what are your, are there any other things that you like about us streaming together? I don't mind, uh, chatting with the chat. It's just, you can't really see the I chat. I can't see it. Even when I'm sitting in your chair, I have to blow it up in order to see it. Yeah, it'll. That's another thing that I think will I be fixed if we give you your own little setup, <laughs> um, because then you can make the text as big as you want. Yeah. Um, I've thought about other ways to to make it work, but I don't know if I like what I want to finagle about. Uh, is it like a dark background with white text, right? Yeah. That yeah, I do the, the dark theme, why so I it's. Have trouble. Yeah, because you can set it up to have the the light background. It's just that that is obnoxious as far as my eyes are concerned. 
If it works better for you, then that's wonderful. Do that for you. Because reading white text is more complicated for me, which bothers me when I drive because any sign that has too much text on it while you're driving and it's like the green signs of the white. Oh, yeah. I have trouble reading what they are, so it's like, uh, is this my exit number? Yeah, good old highway signs. <laughs> I hate it when the GPS is like, this road, how about you tell me uh, highway number this or road number Or exit number, number this. That'd be nice. Exit number that. Go by the numbers are easier to read. When it gives me a full name, it's like, oh. Did that say Pony Hill? Or, oh. Um, I think that's a Virginia one. So are there other other things that you also enjoy about our streams? Or is that pretty much uh, the, the off-the-top-of-my-head list for now? Uh, I do enjoy the two-player games we play together. Yes, those are really good. Um, and only rarely do we get mildly flustered. So that's that's good. <laughs> a lot of the time, it's not even that I got flustered like at you or that you got flustered at me. It's just like these puzzles are illogical. <laughs> and there's like one way to solve it, but you can see 20 different ways that might work. And you're like, oh, how does it? Oh, okay. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, and I had a thought and then I completely lost it. So that's, that's wonderful. That's <laughs> wonderful. Um, hmm. 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 Streaming. Oh, yeah. I was talking about, um, how the other day my boss was asking me about like when do you set a time limit for yourself when it comes to uh the things that you're doing with twitch and whatnot as far as like okay i'm gonna give myself six months and if i haven't made it in six months then that's it i should give up and i brought that up on last week's episode of av underground with joe and watson and they had some pretty good answers but I guess I kind of wanted to get from your perspective if you think I would ever end up at a point. I see. I don't think so because of the way we're going about it. But at that point of like your family's kind of looking at you like, really, he's still trying to do this. This is he wants to play video games for the Internet. And that's like, when is he going to give up and get a real job? See, and the only reason I say that I'm not that worried about it is because I have a real job that I am yeah. working during the week. And I'm doing this on the side. It's not, I think it'd be a different story and I'd have to worry about setting time limits for myself if I was like, hey, I quit my day job and now I'm going to go full bore into this. And then I'd have to worry about like, if I haven't made it in six months, I'm going to stop and find a job again. But I think where we're pushing forward with uh, doing what we can in our free time and still working what we need to work to make ends meet. I don't really feel like there is a, a set time limit on it. It's just we continue doing it till we stop having fun. Yeah, yeah that it wouldn't make sense for you to put a set time limit since we are just pretty much doing it for fun. It's yeah. not like you're extremely worried about making money. No. You would like to. It would be nice. But we're not really pushing to make money off of this. So I would say just keep doing it. It's, yeah. It also shows you know, your uh, ability to deal with videos, setups. I mean, you're doing podcast as well, so you yeah. have a lot of things going on. It's not like all this equipment's for nothing. That's true. 
<laughs> I always think about like, oh, all the equipment that I've bought is pretty much just like an investment because I'm using it for something. Like nothing is, for the most part, nothing is sitting around here not being used. I yep. do have a few things that I've picked up in my my uh, acquisition of unnecessary equipment that has actually sat around and not done anything. But still looking to remedy that. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see where that takes it. But. Is this something you could see whether or not we, we make it into a career type deal? Do you see this being something we can continue doing going forward for mm -hmm. like years? I think so. And I, I guess see my, why not. my big question, because I know it's more of a me thing than a you thing with the streaming, because I can't really say that you would have gotten into streaming otherwise <laughs> if we hadn't gotten together and hadn't gone down our our road of, hey, I'm going to go to school for video stuff. This is what I want to do. I want to make a YouTube. I want to do podcasting. Never mind. I don't want to do YouTube. I want to do Twitch and getting everything to where it's at now. But, you know, when we talk about looking for another apartment or looking for a house, you know, once that all comes around and we're like at the point of looking for a house, do you think that it's unreasonable for, for me to be like, hey, I want to get a house, but we need to have a set studio space that everything is going in, that I can have a full set, that I can have uh, my microphones, recording equipment, streaming equipment, and all that stuff. And that's going to be all its own room. Because I know some people are like, well, how come you have to have your own man cave space? How come you have to have this? <laughs> and why is that going to be just a your thing? Why can't that be a small section in the living room? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, so I guess what is your, your take on that? Is that just me being completely unreasonable or are you on board with it and why? I'm on board with it. There's always, you know, that need of that extra space. I always like, well, for those who don't know, I do real estate photography, but, uh, every time I'm in one of these places that would possibly be something we can get in the near future, I'm always thinking, well, this could be a good studio area. Like, a lot of townhouses always seem to have like this one giant room in their basement that's fully finished. It's mm. like, this would be a great place to set up studio because it's huge enough that you could set up TVs and everything in one area for playing the console games. And another area could be set up for podcast. So I'm always thinking, wow, this place is technically has an extra room even though it's stated for two bedroom and we can still have like the craft room or yeah i mean ideally bed. you've got a, a studio <laughs> broadcast room and a room for you to explode with glitter yeah and, and this room is both at the moment yeah this room is a crossover at the somebody moment. has a problem with the explosion of glitter and i don't understand it <sighs> i like my spaces to be sterile very Clean, tidy, neat, well kept, picked it up, is organized. Clean. Look at it; it's beautiful. It literally. I can't see sparkles. your desk under the stuff that's <laughs> on it. Like I'm pretty sure there's a desk there, but it's almost hard to tell. If it wasn't for the fact that I can see the drawers with stuff sticking out of them, I would not know there was a desk there. It would be nice. I want one of those little setups that people have, where the board comes down and becomes the desk, and then. You open cabinets and there's all your stuff and you pull out these drawers. It's like, that's amazing, but... It wouldn't work for you because you'd pull down the board <laughs> and it would become the desk and it would just stay cluttered with everything and you'd never be able to <laughs> fold it back into the wall. <laughs> no. 
It'd be like if Eddie Valiant had stuffed animals all over his bed. He could never fold it back up into the drawers. It would never be a wall filing cabinet system lookalike ever again. It would just be a bed folded out in the middle of his room. <laughs> all that aside, though, it would be nice to have a separate space for your craft area and also our studio well, of space. Of course, me thinking, you know, what would be awesome to have for a house is a Victorian home with those wizard towers. <gasps> wizard towers. It'd be so good. And I could have a craft room because, you know, wizard towers and crafting. Yeah. Wizards craft everything. <laughs> that would be the top of the tower. You can have your studio below me. Glitter will drip down. Yeah, there's a lot of things that actually with <laughs> with a studio space and having a studio space that would go into the thought process of like, I'm surprised it works where we're at because we are in such close proximity to a, an active cargo train. <laughs> and we're underground technically. So the fact that we are not just trained to death is amazing. <laughs> to me because like i went that's another thing we should do sometime is go you and i because i went with Corey before and take a tour of wgbh in boston yep uh it's a it's a bit of a drive but you go out there on a wednesday and you show up <laughs> around two o'clock and you're like hey i'm here for that tour and they're like okay that's free and then you get to walk around but one of the cool things was a, uh, their studio recording studios that they actually have set up are on springs they're on like these giant almost uh what i think of as like the coil springs you use in your car for your struts and shocks. Yep. Shock absorption. Um, it's like that. So it's like the floors are weird to walk on. But they did that because with the subways going underneath, the traffic directly outside, and the planes going above, that separates the room from everything else. So that if you have a microphone set up, it's not picking up any of that. It's silent. And it's wonderful. <laughs> I'm not saying we need to have a, like a studio space that's on springs, but I'm just saying it's like it's one of those weird things I never would have thought about. Until I went there, and it's like a state-of-the-art studio space with just, just so much going on there that's so cool. That's why we need a house in the woods. Yeah, away from everything. Yeah. And then we need to go on record with um, the local police force and put a sign outside our door for the SWAT team that says we're streamers. <laughs> that way, if they ever get a call, they're like, oh, I know exactly what house that is. Guys, don't go in there. Guns a-blazing. It's just someone playing a prank. <laughs> Ugh. I hate that that's the status of the world right now. There's so much that goes on with uh, with streaming and whatnot. And I guess that's kind of the last subject I want to touch on as far as I'm concerned with our talk on streaming is I know there are a lot of people, it's usually the significant others of people who want to get into this kind of a field. What are your thoughts and or concerns in regards to our safety with everything going on? Because uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, if you put something out on the internet – Everyone's going to come at you. Everyone's going to like, you don't have a minute of privacy anymore. And I have no intentions of publicly posting our address anywhere Yeah. or being like, hey, we live right here. You can come on down or send us a letter. Like, that's why a lot of people use P.O. boxes. But yeah. still people end up finding out like, oh, they live here. Let's go stalk them. Let's whatever. And I know that's happened to people like Markiplier, Matt Pat, Casey Neistat. I'm yeah. sure Pete McKinnon's getting it. Yeah. And... You know, some people are very strategic about it and they're very good at like subverting and not letting anything leak out in yeah. regards to where they're at. But what are your concerns in regards to that, if any? Um, like, I don't know much about what people do. I just prefer like our address doesn't get posted out. Yeah. Too much information. 
Yeah, it's just a matter of keeping keeping information, any information we can, kind of under wraps. And I'm very much about not feeling like my life is in danger. So yeah, uh, I like thinking that going forward. It's just it's one of those weird things because usually the people that are concerned about it are people who have only heard the horror stories. Like people who have only heard if you're streaming on Twitch, then someone will prank call the SWAT team and they'll show up at your house or, you know, the like crazy stalkers or whatever it is. And I'm like, hey, we're not at that level of notoriety right now. Yeah. And in process of potentially getting to that level of notoriety, I think I'd like I'm going to maintain being careful enough Um, because I do know a few people that I have actually met that are very good at making sure no one knows where they're at because the internet's a scary place. So like it can be done. It's not like, Oh, as soon as uh, you start doing this, every hacker man out there is going to hunt you down with satellites and drone pilot their way into your home. But I don't know. I think, um, I also think you're a little more logically level headed than than most people who are just like <laughs> I've heard the horror stories. Everything is terrible. As soon as you, you try and get into this, and everyone's hunting you down, and it's terrible. <laughs> but uh, I mean, obviously, there's real threats out there. But I'm personally not too concerned about it going forward. Yeah. Just you know, we we're decent people to begin with, so I don't think anyone would have like a vendetta against us for any reason. As far but, as I know, the SWAT team around this state are actually pretty level-headed because, like, when Boston... <laughs> they have to be. When, when Boston was having a bunch of the protests, it never got that bad. Like, other town, Well, other towns... Other cities had similar protests, and it got terrible, and Boston's protests never got bad. But I'm guessing it's because the SWAT team didn't SWAT. They protected mm-hmm. like they were supposed to, yeah. and just, okay, these people aren't doing anything terrible so we're just going to let them go i forget which one it was i think it was oh it was one from a few years ago they were marching uh one of those ones where they were like kill cops type chanting oh jeez! and like the cops just kept their distance blocked people off from interrupting it so there wouldn't be like battle between people that are like no no we don't like you don't say things like that cops were just like okay we're just gonna keep our distance let's block this exit because they're about to come to this area (laughs) let them go okay let's move on don't let anybody attack these people even though they're saying kill us we're gonna sit there and we're just gonna protect them Mm. so i feel like we're in an okay area but (laughs) yeah i like to think so um, that's, I think, pretty much the gist of what I had for streaming. Mm. Uh, I mean, a lot of it going forward is going to be us working on the schedule, the calendar for yep. what we're streaming coming up and trying to figure out things we want to stream. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, making some small tweaks and changes to our setup in here, our actual setup yep. to help things be a little bit more smooth. Yep. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on streaming that you wanted to bring up before we wrap for the episode? Mm, it mostly on recording that like one time was it in February? All you did was record. Oh geez, that's not a streaming thing, but that's yeah. a still a like 
it's still relevant. But yeah, it was the entire month of, from February 1st to February 28th. I put out a video every single day. And all I did, I was thinking back to it. Like, I know I was insufferable. I know no one wanted <laughs> to be around me. I know I was a jerk about everything because I was just like I was under so much stress that I didn't need to be under. I was just putting myself under stupid stress for no reason um, because I was doing one video every day, seven days a week for the entire month. So it was a process of go to work, come home from work, edit, upload, go to work, come home from work, edit, upload. Weekends here, I'm recording the whole weekend. Yeah. Uh, so what, what were your thoughts in that regard? Uh, I really didn't get to see much of you. Yeah. Like all your free time was spent doing that, and like it, it still worked out for us, but like I, I I missed you. Yeah, I'd like to not get to that point ever again. That was kind of the whole I, month I of say you. A, I, I can't get back. <laughs> I don't want to say like a tipping point, but that was kind of a point when uh, even Jeff and I had like sat down and he was like, "Look, you need to chill." And I was like, I know I need to chill, but I just feel like I need to do so many things. I felt like in my brain, I had to do all of this stuff right now. And it was like the most important thing. And I don't know why. I think it was just because I was still really trying to get out of my day job world and into a world of, oh, I get to work on whatever I want to work on. You know, like I wanted to be Markiplier overnight and it was not going to happen. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to bring up before we wrap the episode? You're sitting over there playing with glitter paint. Uh, no. Okay. So on that note, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to check out our website, you can see the actual stream calendar of what we're games we're going to be streaming and when. Hopefully, shortly after this comes out, during this next week, we should have the calendar up to date. As far as if it doesn't have a schedule Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, then we haven't updated the calendar yet. Hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we've gone through and shifted everything. But we're going to be going on vacation on Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. And we yep. won't be back until the following Tuesday. So we're going to be going out of state visiting some family. Yep. And so we won't be, able, we won't be streaming because it's one of those things. Like that's one of my hard lines is that family comes before what I'm doing for streaming. Mm -hmm. So if there's family events, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be streaming. Sometimes that pisses, like people say like, oh, your, your fan base gets pissed off and whatever, but we're, we're not gonna, the family comes first. Yep. If you don't respect that, then I'm sorry. But, uh, anywho, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back again. And next week at some point, we may end up having to take a week off from this podcast because of everything going on. We'll mm -hmm. see how it goes. But uh, we'll be back at you with another Health and Mana. And if you want to check out our website, again, you can find our stream schedule. That's yadudegamers.com. Uh, feel free if you want to follow us on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Twitch or YouTube or any pretty much any social media platform except for Snapchat. Don't follow us there because we don't have one. <laughs> so, you know, that works out real well. And until next time... Happy gaming and stay awesome.